0: Hello and welcome to season two of Three Rings Warrior podcast. This season, I bring you the experiences and transformational stories of everyday women making uncommon decisions to change their lives and the lives of those around them. Hello and welcome to Three Rings Warrior Podcast. I am absolutely thrilled to have Sophia Rose Bernardi on with us. And she has been voted as one of the top 30 coaches to look out for in 2021 um, by the New York City Journal. She is a mindset and business coach helping new and rising coaches master their mindset, create an aligned and profitable strategy, and grow a six-figure business in from the rising coach method. Sophia has built a multi six figure business at the age of 24. That is just amazing and credits her journey to the discovery of the power of the mind and the process she journeyed in her late teens and early twenties of overcoming her own personal trauma to recognize her greatness and potential. Sophia now helps people cultivate confidence through the power of mindset and scale to $10,000 a month in their businesses. And I am—I love this this um, uh, bio that you had there. That's why I read it. You know, I am just flabbergasted—24—the success that you are having, uh, and I'm thrilled that you're here with us today.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, and I'm so happy to be here as well. So, thanks for having me on. Absolutely.
0: Um, to get us started, you know, can you tell us, why don't you just start with your story, what you were going through, what, what led you going into this whole business, this industry? What was that that you went through in your, in your teenage years and what led up to it? I'd love to hear that.
1: Absolutely. So, this is something um, I don't talk about too often, but it's a really powerful story. And, um, you know, I, I have absolutely shared this story and it's really inspired a lot of people. So, I'm more than happy to chat about it. But basically, where this, you know, really taking it back, where this all started when I, you know, reflect on my journey. It really started when I was 16 years old. Um, I all of a sudden found out that my dad actually had a gambling addiction and it immediately uh, broke my family apart. Um, Everything suddenly made sense, all the the patterns and behaviours that was going on in my family, the arguments, the money problems, everything made sense. However, obviously it was a, a real shock to the system and everything, my whole life changed in that very instant. And I think that that's something, you know, I know you help a lot of people in regards to releasing trauma and moving forwards in their life. And it's one of those things. It's like when something significant happens in your life, it truly, it it takes a sudden turn. And I went from being a normal teenager, just wanting to hang out with my friends and not overthink about anything to suddenly everything was different and nothing was ever the same again, because what actually happened from there is, um, uh, my my parents decided to, to split up because things just got significantly worse to the point it became a threat to, to our lives um, wow. because of my dad's decisions. And that was really unfortunate. And so I was living in Australia where, where I'm born and raised and where I am now. Um, but my mum is from Denmark in Europe. So mm-hmm. she's Danish. And when this all happened, she really wanted to be back with her family. So with about a month's notice, um, we packed our bags, my brother, my sister and I, and we moved to Denmark on the other side of the world with my mum. And at the time, I really didn't understand her decision. Now, I absolutely love, respect and appreciate her for it because she was doing what was best for for us, really, even if we didn't see it at the time. But Taking back to my 16-year-old self, Mm. did not think that that was a good idea at all. I only cared about my friends and school and my social life and all that sort of stuff and what parties on this weekend. And all of a sudden, I moved to a different country, culture and climate. You know, Denmark couldn't be... Um, any more different from Australia it's freaking freezing and um, we moved to a country town and I was from a big city in Australia like everything was different and it was so that was again another massive shock to the system like I went from being quite popular and having a great social life to I don't even know how to say what my name is like I don't know how to even communicate with anyone obviously people do know how to speak English in Denmark but you know what I mean? It was yeah. challenging. So yeah, without going into all the details, the next few years of my life was, was pretty challenging, just overcoming those things, learning a new language and um, watching my, my mum go through a divorce really. And, and, you know, she suffered more than anyone and my heart hurts for what she went through. Like, I feel like what I went through was challenging, but when I really think about her, that would have, a really really challenging decision to make um no. and to add a divorce on top of that yeah you know as you're talking it. It re- makes me reflect
0: on when I went through something similar, when I went through um, my abusive marriage, and I was getting out of that, and my kids were all, mm-hmm. my daughter especially, she was 12, 13 years old, and I ended up doing this. I picked us up, and I moved us from, well, not as not as big a move as you did, but I moved from yeah. Washington State down to California to teach down mm-hmm. there, and and she was so angry and she was you know she just had all this anger in her for a long period of time and with you saying what you did I can you know being able to see it from that other perspective what she must have been going through we came from as well from the opposite a very small town um kind of place and then we were thrown into southern California Orange County rich people who didn't like her and just you know and just were were mean to her and stuff and you know it it gives me a, a perspective of what she must have been going through.
1: Yeah. And at the time, if I'm being honest, I really didn't see what my mum was going through. I was obviously just focused on what I was going through and and those challenges. It's just on reflection now that I realised, wow, like going through a breakup or divorce is one thing that I don't wish upon anyone. It's not fun. Um, But then moving three children to the other side of the world with no money, no home, a suitcase each, like is a whole other thing. And to make that decision, I just, it was the right decision 100%, but it could not have been easy, even if it was the best thing for us. And I just, you know, I really look back on it now and I, I appreciate her so much, but at the time did not see that. um And I'm the oldest out of my siblings. So my, I was 16, my brother was 14 and my sister was 11 so it was the heart you know it impacted her the most um in different ways just because she really didn't know what was going on um so Yes, that was that was challenging, but I eventually finished school after stopping and starting, almost quitting, you know, buying a ticket, wanting to move, and then I didn't and all the things like it was it was a very challenging few years. Not Denmark's fault, nothing like that, more just the circumstance the family was going through. Denmark's a beautiful country. I love it and recommend it for anyone, but um the people are lovely, everything. Um, but it just it was the the circumstances we were going through and my inability to process them I had no tools on how to process that I'd never witnessed anyone in my family you know heal through things and have a great mindset and all that sort of stuff so I had no examples around me of actually how to deal with it and so I didn't deal with it Mm -hmm. is really you know and that was the problem because I I thought, oh, it's because I'm in Denmark, it's because of these situations. But then many years later, so four years, I lived in Denmark for about four years, graduated school and then straight away moved back to Australia. Mm. Um, And I thought, oh, I'm going to move to Australia and all my problems are going to be gone and everything's (laughs) going to be great again. And I went there and I felt the same, if not worse, because I had such high expectations and then I was let down. And that was a a real eye-opener because I realized, oh, this is not about where I am and all that sort of stuff. This is like, this is some internal stuff. Again, still didn't have the tools, but started to search. I started reading books. I came across Tony Robbins, which absolutely changed my life and eventually went to one of his seminars. And that was the real turning point. So I I went through a breakup in Australia and I I lost my job. And again, all these problems kept happening because I just didn't have... I had no clarity on what I wanted to do with my life and and how to solve things and I had so I felt like I had no purpose which is a really if you've ever experienced that it's not a fun feeling right. and then I had no confidence in myself like absolutely the worst self-worth ever um due to all the things I had gone through and and all of that sort of stuff the stories I made in my mind so lacked confidence and clarity and those two things are pretty important so um Uh, that caused, you know, losing my job, breakups, toxic friendships, all the things. But then when I started to really work on myself, I went to this four day Tony Robbins event. It was a huge investment for me at the time. It was a thousand dollars. And I was so afraid to invest in myself, despite actually having the money and having plenty of savings, it still petrified me. But I just reached this point where I was like, I'm stuck and I'm unhappy. This thing, like looks like it's going to help me. It's helped so many people and I want to do it. Like, why am I saying no to the thing that I think is going to help me? So I took the leap, made the investment, that four day event changed my life entirely. And, you know, to kind of answer your question and not sure how that, how I then got into coaching was I couldn't believe you could transform so quickly in such a short amount of time. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my goodness, I've been struggling with these things for years, like if not my whole life. And now in four days, I've released it all. I feel amazing what's going on. And so I decided like, it was just this epiphany. I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I haven't known what I needed to do with my life for this reason, because I it's this. And, and I just wanted to help people because I was like, how many other people are on the planet right now that feel like they can't change when they just don't have these tools that I have. And so right then and there, I hired a coach to help me become a coach. And that's where my journey then began. And I've since invested in so many mentors and and courses and masterminds and all the things. And that's really what's gotten me to this place
0: you know i think that's absolutely amazing because there are so many young people who are going through a lot of what you went through in one form or another having some kind of trauma that they're going through our, it's like our world is just it, it just seems to be in a place where there's a lot of that and especially young people but having those tools and then it's like being able to accept the journey to do that mm-hmm. because I, you know i look around me at people and and especially young people and Sometimes these things, like a Tony Robbins, where they might have heard that him before, they think, "Oh, he's just some kook or something," right? I absolutely love Tony Robbins. You know, I've, I've been to his. No, it's something too.
1: people think. People think, yeah. "Oh, it's a cult. It's this," and and that's absolutely fine, but um it, it totally changed my life because he just took us through he's not telling you what to do he actually never tells you what to do he just teaches and asks powerful questions and one of the most powerful things that he ever said that completely changed my life and it's a it's a random video of his that I found one day when I was in Denmark that's how I found Tony Robbins mm. um I was just I was searching on YouTube how to be happy and I found this video had no idea who he was but he said something and it struck a chord in me and completely changed everything. And it was that life is not happening to you. Mm. It's happening for you. And because of everything that had happened in my family around the addiction and moving and stuff, I felt like a victim. I was like, life is happening to me. It's all out of my control. Life is hard. This is just my life. And I was just a victim. I was like, it's my dad's fault. It's my mom's fault. It's Denmark's fault. It's everyone's fault, but mine. And when he said that, I was like, it just made me think in a slightly different way, which is how could this possibly be happening for me? And it started to open up to my eyes about ways I could learn about, um, the things that I had gone through instead of just letting it, you know, dictate and rule my life in a negative way. Instead, I started to look at a different lens. And, you know, when I found Tony Robbins when I, on YouTube, when I was in Denmark, um, you know, that was just the very beginning. I bought all his books, but it was really then when I went to the seminar, I think making that investment and commitment in myself and, you know, a couple of other challenges has come up and it was just the right time. And um, I just completely transformed from it. And so, yeah, everyone's going to have different opinions about Tony and all these other people. But at the end of the day, you're just going to find the person and the process that works for you because Lots of things can help you. Meditation can help you. Tony Robbins can help you. Um, exercising can help you. Journaling can help you. Affirmations, coaching, everything can help you. It's just, what are you going to go all in on? What resonates with you? And and it's really doing that. And, and his messages and the way that he languaged it and the processes he took us through to release these stories that we've been telling ourselves our whole life that just do not serve us right. was totally life-changing for me. And it opened the door for me to other coaches other processes and now it's that combination of everything I've learned over the last two or three years that's truly been life-changing I,
0: I love the way that you have put you 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 um Uh, said that uh, was that, you know, you, you started with Tony, but you've done all these other things. And in the process of doing all of that, it's, it's moved into your unique kind of way of relating it and bringing it forth. It's like, you have all these different tools in your toolbox and you're able to bring out the one that is working for whoever it is that you're working with. And I think what you also said was super important as a coach, you know, he started, you know, as he says, he started the coaching industry. He never actually tells people what to do. You know, he guides them based on what they're going through and what is going to connect with them what's going to make them shift their perspective and I do I I, um, I really love that you know it's not happening to you it's happening for you um, that perspective uh, it, it that also I had already kind of come to it before I got to Tony but it, the way that he said it and the processes he did is sort of anchored it in me even more um, because I had already gone through where I had I had been able to say, look, what I've gone through in, in my uh, abusive marriage, I, I see that as a gift now because of who I ended up creating, who I ended up being in this process of learning and going through it and now being able to share that experience with other people. But the tools that I can then use to help other people, I got those from Tony and from Dean and from, yeah. from Maya and from a bunch of other people. But you're right in
1: that it, it ends up creating your own unique place. Yeah. And there's no, it's important to note that there's no right or wrong. And that's again, why Tony Robbins doesn't say, this is what you have to do. Like, because there is no right or wrong. It's just about finding what works for you. And, um, you know, it really helped me in that time of my life. And it's one of those things where um, you know, yeah, you just got to go on your own journey and just and just really find what what resonates with you in the way that that you want to do things. You know, it's all about perception. And so when this whole thing happened with my dad, you know, it was the worst thing that ever happened to me, and I couldn't see any positives with it. But then when I I learned that sorry, that's like a truck going by um, <laughs> when um when I I saw everything in a negative lens around my dad and his addiction and everything. But then when I learned that life is happening for you and I started doing this work now, like you just said, it's a complete gift in my life. Like I wouldn't have it any other way. Obviously I don't want to inflict pain on my dad and I wish that he was happier and healthier and all of those things. But um, I really see it as such a gift because there's no way I would have the drive or desire to help people if I hadn't gone through something challenging and overcome it myself. So. it really is a gift in my life. And that just shows you right there that there's no right, there's no wrong, there's no good, there's no bad because it was bad in my mind and now it's great. How is that? The circumstance hasn't changed, but what has changed is my thoughts and therefore my experience and therefore my results. And that kind of just shows you, it's like, it doesn't matter what happens in your life Obviously, there's tragic things that we wouldn't wish upon anyone and no one deserves to go through. But there is a way to overcome it and see it with a different lens. And it can become your greatest teacher and your greatest gift if you're willing to open up and do that work around it.
0: Yeah, and it, I, it's so hard to do, especially in our world today, where, where there's so much going on, the pandemic and all this other stuff, where people are fighting to have control, um, and, and they're fighting to find this happy place, and they're not realizing it's it's got to be from inside here first. Yeah. They're not going to find it out there, but I so agree with you. You know, Everybody's on their own journey, and like you said, there's no right, there's no wrong to the journey. It's my journey or it's your journey, and it's I love the thing that Sage said. She, her thought is always, where's the good in this? Right, where is yep. the good in this? And and no matter what it is, even though like you said, I would not want anybody to have to go through and the abuse that I went through. But for me on my journey, you know, that was what I needed to go through to get where I am now. Now, if I can take my experience, you know, part of my experience is that I got into another relationship, but my mind hadn't changed from being in the abusive relationship. And so I took all that baggage with me into the next relationship and I anticipated what was going to go wrong and therefore created that in that relationship. And so if I can stop somebody from having to go through that and be in the pain of the next relationship that fails, for me, that gift of, of, of both of those marriages uh, of is what I see both of them as a gift, if I can help somebody navigate that a little bit better, uh, and so yeah. I, I so appreciate, you know, it's, I, I your awareness, I, I know this sounds like silliness, you know, but your awareness at 24, you know, I, I wish I had that. <laughs>
1: Is at twenty four. <laughs> I get that a lot. That's like the biggest comment I ever get. So it's fine. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Not to diminish or anything. Twenty four.
1: No, but... <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it. Um, and it's kind of one of those things. Like, unfortunately, this conversation alone can be pretty triggering for people, especially if they have or are experiencing trauma. This can be a really triggering conversation because we it appears quote unquote. I wish people could see me that like um that we're taking this very lighthearted. But, you know, when we were experiencing these things, of course it was the worst thing ever and we couldn't see the other side. But this conversation you and I are having is really coming from a place of we, we were in that place that maybe someone listening right now is in now. We really did a lot of work to shift it. And it's only then can you actually even appreciate or see this other side. Like, but when you're in the thick of it, it's very hard to even visualize how there's possibly... A positive to this situation so I just kind of wanted to say that for anyone listening right now being like are you kidding me there's no good thing to this like I just wanted to share that that's exactly how I felt when I was in the thick of it all but it's when you start doing this work and it it can be deep work especially trauma work like it, it is very deep work and it's uncomfortable and it's messy and it's not fun and it's painful but through doing that you get to the other side and then, and only then are you like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. Now I can see the other side. This, this has all happened for me. This is what has led me on this very path and I wouldn't change the world. But in the moment, it's very hard to see it like that. So I just wanted to acknowledge anyone listening right now that potentially is feeling out. It's kind of what I say to my clients. So I help coaches to grow their business and, you know, I can tell them the strategy. I can tell you how to do it and I can tell you, you know, do this, this and this. And really, they're only going to understand the how once they've actually done it. So you've got to take the action, get the result, and then you're going to understand the how. And until then, you're not going to understand the how at all. People keep searching for how. I just want the step-by-step process. You don't understand the how until you're clear on the who and, and you've gone and done it. And then it makes sense. you like, Oh, now I get it and then they repeat the process and they continue to grow and scale And I found it applies the same in this circumstance that we're talking about now. Oh,
0: absolutely and I appreciate that you you brought that up because I, I know that in, in dealing with with or in working with people in a variety of different places, some people are not ready for this. Absolutely mm-hmm. they're not ready for it. and 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 it, it brings up so many emotions and anger. And I remember back when I was in it, I even though it was an abusive marriage, and he came to me asking for the divorce. Even I went, still went through months of crying, months of mm-hmm. of, of of all of that, that that happened, and then years of the questions of why did I do that, what was wrong with me, you know, uh, you know, why would I stay in a marriage that long, and 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 having all these doubts in my head, and but it is it is a it is a journey there are tools like you said you know doing with working with a coach working with a therapist working with whatever it is that resonates with that person can help you move through there but it 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 is it took many many years for me to be able to do that and to be able to be in a place where i can be able to say that was a gift i still wake up sometimes in the morning actually I was writing about that this today i still wake up in the mornings with that moment of dread that this is another day, and that moment of dread that I used to feel constantly when I was going through all of this, and I have to, and I, I'm like, this is not then. <laughs> Shift myself, do the things that bring me out of that. So, you know, not to say that this is something people hold on to for the rest of their lives, but absolutely, um, I appreciate that. You know, it is a journey, and and just as we were talking about, each journey is unique to ourselves. So is whoever's listening to this wherever you are is perfect for wherever you are and mm-hmm. your journey is your journey. Um, and as you move through, you'll be able to look back at it. You may not be there now, like you said, but it, it will get there. if You keep taking those
1: steps. 100%. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's so powerful for anyone listening right now.
0: Yeah. So, um, uh, how, how has being a a coach really sort of or going through all of this shift where you are now how has this really affected your life how has this impacted you what what uh, how has it how have things changed for you and especially we talk about each person's journey and what you've been seeing but are there like some specific ways that you can see where your life has truly changed because of everything you've experienced and what you're doing now
1: Absolutely. I don't, I think my life has changed in every way possible. Like, truly, like, truthfully, like, coaching has completely changed my life. And, and the things I have gone through have impacted me positively on that journey. So I truly believe that the three biggest teachers in our life are our intimate relationships, our business and our children. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, I'm not at the stage of having children yet. I can't wait, but not yet. <laughs> um, so for me right now, the business is totally been my greatest teacher. It has been the hardest thing I've ever done. And it's been the most rewarding. And I'm saying that after sharing with you all those other things I went through, like the business has brought it all up. Like all of those fears and doubts that I've created in my past, um, like have come up for me in the beginning of my business, you know, and, and still now to some degree, for sure. So when I first started, I, had a, I told myself a lot of stories about why I wasn't good enough and why I wouldn't succeed, you know age being one of them, you know, I thought people would think I'm too young because I was 21 at the time. Like, why would someone pay a 21 year old to give them life advice? You know, as a life coach, (laughs) I was like, how, like, no, one's going to do that. Everyone's just going to laugh at my face. And I, I told myself that I said, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not ready yet. I'm not perfect. I'm not old enough. And I had all of these stories. And this is why having a coach is so powerful because they were able to support me to overcome them because left to my own devices, I would have continued to believe them and not taken these leaps. So the business has really brought up all of this stuff for me to work on an intimate relationship does the same they're they are your mirror they are your triggers and it brings up all of your wounds from your childhood and that's a beautiful thing because you guys are together to help each other heal and and overcome that if you again if you have the tools it can make or break the relationship right (laughs) so you've got to that's why having support is and and awareness is so so important you don't have to be perfect I say things I shouldn't, I react, I overthink, I doubt, I still have fears come up. Like despite having done so much work, it still comes up. The difference is, is how I respond to it now though. though. Like now I can be a lot more nurturing with myself, a lot more understanding of where that's coming from. I've done shadow work. So instead of completely blaming my partner and causing a problem, I can see the role I've played in creating this and all of that sort of stuff. So it really brings a lot of stuff up. So the business was really challenging to begin with because of these mindset blocks constantly getting in my way. But then I just worked on them one by one and um, got the right support. And what I've found on my journey is that mindset alone is not enough. Like if mindset alone was enough, like, you know, a lot of us would be succeeding. There are people that are driven and positive and happy that don't succeed in their business or, or their career, right? So mindset alone, unfortunately, is not enough. It's a huge, huge part of it. Like when I think of all the actual problems I've had in my business, 80% plus has been mindset. So don't get me wrong. It's like they say 80% of success is psychology, right? Like I, I believe that. It's a, it's a big part. And for me, psychology is having clarity on who you're helping, how you're helping them, why you're helping them, all that sort of stuff. And the process to do that, it's having confidence in yourself, in your offer and in your potential clients. And it's about doing like showing up consistently and doing those things consistently. So you can be confident one day when you're talking to someone, but what matters is, are you confident when things aren't working? Are you confident consistently? You know, it's okay if you have those, those dips and stuff, but if it's very up and down, um, you know, you're not, you're not calling in that, that energy, I suppose, of, of, of creating results so I really believe you need to have those three to to master your psychology Um, then what I found is obviously strategy is really important so business specifically it's important that you have a a proven marketing strategy that aligns with you and feels good there's lots of strategies that work you can grow your business on a podcast you can grow it on Instagram on Facebook in person anywhere truly like truthfully you can meet people anywhere Um, And, but you need to have a process to attract people and, and how you choose to do that on what platform or what country is up to you, but you've got to have a process to attract people. You've also then got to have a process to convert people. So it's all good and well to create content all the time and have a podcast and all these things. But if you don't then have a process to convert your listeners or followers or, you know, whatever into high paying, high quality clients, then you're just, um, you have a hobby and not a business, right? Unfortunately. And,
0: and then, that's yeah. so true. I just, I just want you. Made, you made several really great points there. Um, number yeah. one, a coach for me. Yeah. Getting a yeah. coach. I mean, I've, I've done this. and I did that. And I spent, you know, spent two years just taking classes and courses from a variety of different places and people. Um, to be able to do my business but the, the thing that really got me to shift and actually do the things that I was really really scared to do was getting my own coach um, and sure. having her it was yeah and it's like it just and just having the group that is that we're all together in too we're all there in from the same kind of perspective and we're all just holding each other's vision and the knowledge that there's other people that are thinking great things about you you know <laughs> there's something 100%. very powerful. Yeah.
1: Like, If free stuff worked, we'd all be millionaires. Like truly, like we'd all be millionaires if free stuff alone was enough. Like absolutely, people are going to get life-changing value from this episode alone. and, And if you actually applied the things that you and I are discussing, it could totally help you. It's not that it's not helpful. But if that alone was enough, then we'd all be succeeding right now. But the truth is it's actually the Very, very small percentage that actually succeed. And it's because it's a very small percentage that are willing to go above and beyond. They're willing to invest in themselves and have that consistent support, consistently tweaking things until it works. So yeah, you've got to have a process to attract, convert. And then once you've converted them, you've got to have a process to transform their life. You know, that's really important because that's what it's all about, right? We all want to be coaches and service providers because we want to help people. So your product or service then needs to deliver, you know, and and when you transform someone's life, not only do they become raving fans, but they will refer you to everyone they know. And that's a great way to grow your business without doing very much. And um, they will keep working with you. So you get repeat clients and referrals and that's amazing. So you really want to transform their life um, and, and just impact people. So, yeah, that's the psychology side of things and the strategy. And then the third pillar I found from investing in so many coaches and what I think makes, you know, my work stand out, I suppose, from you know, just a business coach or just a mindset coach or whatever, is the power of energetics. So I was working with a business coach and I was getting results, but it was a lot of work. It wasn't feeling that aligned with me and it wasn't very consistent. So then I hired a mindset coach. Things really shifted from there, but there was still something not quite right. So I actually then learned about energy and energetics and stuff hired an energy coach, my whole world changed. Not because of the energetics alone, but the combination of the three. Mm. So energy is really about, this is where your work becomes so life-changing, which is healing. It's all about healing. So energy is really just releasing what no longer serves you from your body um, and, and learning how to move through and process emotions. So energetics is, my goodness, it's releasing the trauma, the fear, forgiving yourself and others, all that sort of stuff, learning how to manifest and attract what it is you desire by being in that low attachment and high energy state. So, um, Yeah. Energetics is so powerful, but again, like you still need strategy and mindset. So it's really that combination that I found has been so powerful. And so to sort of summarize and answer your question, coaching has changed my life because it's taken me on that journey to kind of learn all of those things. And it's really putting it together that has improved my relationships. It's improved my business. Obviously I went from prior to the, all this healing work and inner work, um, I was doing like $4,000 months inconsistently. And then I, I added that to the strategy and the mindset stuff. And I went straight to $20,000 months and then 30, 40, 50, like it's been crazy. And it's just from like literally the combination. It's from time. It's from committing to improving and has it been all uphill? No, there's been like a million and one challenges and hurdles and doubts and fears along that journey. But what keeps me going is having this process in place that I can always utilize and go back to when things get tough. So hasn't been easy, but what makes it so much easier and fun is having the support. Like truly I don't, I wouldn't be here without a coach. So change my finances, my career, my relationships, my health, Everything. It's all interconnected, right? Like your trauma without it being healed will it will have consequences on every area of your life. It will come up when you least expect it in at the time you want it the least. And it will you will self-sabotage until you heal that despite how much you try and shove it down, it always comes back up. Oh, and that is
0: so important, right there. That that aspect of it is the you know the, um, for so long after being in that abusive relationship and being in it, you I learned to just bury all my emotions. I didn't, I yeah. couldn't, and I had to try to be perfect, right? Yeah. And the combination of both of those burying your emotions and trying to be perfect, I I I didn't, I lost exa- completely who I was. Um, and going through though after um, the the my the second marriage fell apart, um, I decided, I, I'd I, always been of the mind that I need to own my own, I own everything in my life, but it wasn't until after that that I really started realizing, no, I wasn't, I was pointing fingers to too many other people, and being able to own that experience, and say like you did, get rid of attachment, um, and then uh, focus on, I forget what the other thing that you said, high energy.
1: Yeah, high energy, low attachment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's such freedom in that too, though. You know, when you're, when you, when you, it's scary as all get out, but at the same time, if you can get rid of the attachment to, you know, how that person's affecting me or what I'm supposed to be doing or this and get rid of the attachment to perfection, which was, I really had to just let go of all of that, that's when I started to be able to be free to be myself again, to find that, to figure out who am I. I'm still working on that. But it's like, you know, being able to do that made me do what I'm doing now. I used to be terrified of reaching out to people, of talking over the phone to people um, and communicating. And, and it made me look like I was this angry person, but I wasn't. I was scared and I was hurt. But in being able to let go of that and, and to reach out, I'm having a blast doing it. And it's, it's been such a joy. But if I hadn't had a coach, it wasn't until I got a coach that I actually sat down and really listened to myself and said, yes, I'm supposed to do this. Okay. I've got to start reaching out to people. Did I have that courage to find that? She didn't give me the courage. I found it within myself, but the tool she gave me to do that is what allowed me to step forward. And um, I know that in the world today, we think, oh, a coach, a coach, but Truly, I think as we move forward, this idea of coaching is going to, I think it's going to take off even further more than it has because I think people are really starved for that connection with people, mm-hmm. and especially a process, like you said, and a strategy that's going to allow them to be able to figure out what's their best thing, what's their dream, and to be able to move forward with that.
1: One hundred percent, I completely agree with you. It's a vastly growing industry. it's becoming more and more normalized. and Um, Yeah, I think it's just going to continue to grow. (laughs)
0: Awesome. So, um, whoops, I'm on the wrong page. I was writing stuff down for you. (laughs) I was writing your thoughts down. I was like taking notes. (laughs) Um, So you gave us uh, some really cool tips here. um, And and in case everybody did not quite get it, she was talking about her three steps. The first one was psychology. The second Mm -hmm. one was um, strategy, um, attract, convert, and have a service that transforms lives. And then three, the power of your energy or your energetics, um, those yeah. three things. So what is it that um, if you wanted to share something with the audience, like what you're doing right now, what you've got coming up, um, where they can connect with you, what
1: is that? What, what's that for them? Thanks so much. Yeah. I'd love to um, connect with you all and, and hear what your biggest takeaway was from today. You can come message me on Instagram. I'm at Sophia Rose Bernardi, and I'd love to hear what you learned. In terms of how I work with my clients, I really just have the one way, which is through my mastermind. So it's for new coaches, and I'm helping you every single step of the way in every facet possible on how to create, build, and grow your coaching business or service-providing business to those $10,000 months and beyond. That's really, I want to work with you the whole journey to get to that point. Um, because it's that first year in business that is the hardest. Um, and I want to support you through that. So I work for my clients for a minimum of six months, um, And then people have the option to continue or not. A lot of people do actually continue, which is something that makes me very happy because they're clearly getting value. Um, But yeah, that's the way I help you. And I break down those three pillars and we study it together and we master those pillars because it's when you do that, that everything feels abundant, joyful, easeful, you help people and you make money doing what you love. So that's, that's, that's what I do. How often do you do your masterminds? So people can join at any point. So it's an ongoing program. So you could join today if you wanted to and um then you get six months access from that point onwards and then yeah your choice from from there onwards you get immediate access to everything so there's an online portal with all of the content one of my clients just messaged me the other day saying she's earned her first ten thousand dollar months and she's barely been on the live group calls like really she's been on like two so everything she's learned has been just from the course alone which makes me very happy to know that that alone like if i died tomorrow everyone still has the process you know, in front of them, which is awesome. Um, But then we have the two live group calls every week to support everyone at a deeper level with any questions or mindset blocks. Um, We have monthly planning sessions, quarterly weekend events, like guest speakers come on and share their expertise. Like there's really a lot involved in it um, to, because I have to invest in like three or four coaches just to sort of get things going and I don't really want that for new coaches because it's hard like if you don't have the 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 resources available to you it's really hard and I just feel like a lot of programs unfortunately are missing some key pieces you know it's just strategy or it's just mindset or whatever and I just really want to provide a mastermind that has all three in one so that you can get straight to it working like one of my clients made her money back in the first seven days like (sighs) yikes I didn't even know like how that happens and it just kind of shows you when you you know, she was just missing some few things and she got that in alignment and then boom, it worked. And it's just really cool to see that. So yeah, that's kind of what I do and how I do it. I love that because you,
0: you have your courses, which people can access anytime if they need to do something, want to get whatever it is. You have the, wow, twice a week uh, live phone calls. Well, I always love the group coaching because somebody always yeah. asks a question that I did not know I had. <laughs>
1: exactly That's why I love it because some people are like, no, one-on-one coaching only, but truthfully, like group coaching is so powerful because you're in proximity with like-minded people. Therefore, like you are who you spend the most time with. And so it's really helpful being in that energy. People are going to ask questions you didn't even think to ask. And like, you're going to learn from, from everyone that asks a question in your, you're always interpreting it in your own way. right? Right. So I think, there's just so much power behind that. You get to watch others show up and it gives you inspiration and ideas. And yeah, we all support and help each other. You know, I'm not the only expert. It's a whole group full of coaches. Everyone can help each other and it's a beautiful thing. So yeah, I really love it.
0: And then you also bring in guest coaches, which I love that too. That's what I'm doing too with with my stuff. And because I I know that I may say it one way, but you get somebody else that comes in, or especially if you can get somebody that comes in, in into an area that's not necessarily your, your best area. Um, and you get them to come in, and they can say it just enough different that it'll might it click for somebody.
1: Um, yes, and, and it, just has to, it just has to click for one person, you know, in the right time, in the right tone of voice, in the right way, and it can just change the game, like... With the Tony Robbins quote I told you about, someone probably said something along those lines to me at one point, but I just didn't resonate with it. It was when he said it and how he said it, and it just hit me like I'd probably heard a quote similar to that, you know, previous to that, and I just, it didn't click with me. And that's exactly, as you said, why I get guests on, because they have, I don't know everything, you know, I'd rather get experts in things that are really niche on something. So I've got a podcast expert coming on. I've got a copywriting expert coming on. Um, There's been a manifestation coach in and an NLP trainer and all of these things. And all the replays are available to anyone that joins. And yeah, you can just learn from other people and it's really inspiring
0: to see it that way. That is amazing. That is so awesome. You you obviously have a system that is so well-rounded and so well thought out um, uh, <laughs> that, that I, I am blown away. I think you are doing so, so great.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. And, and so are you. Like trauma is not an easy topic at all. And so to have the courage and the vulnerability and the desire to help people through really hard things, like you would be seeing people at their worst you know, the biggest challenges. And of course, when you've been there, Um, it can even feel even more emotional knowing that you know exactly how shitty they're feeling right now and you know exactly how hard it is and so for you like I couldn't even contemplate like making that my focus not because I'm not passionate about it but just it would be challenging so I really want to just like acknowledge you as well because that is not easy I feel like dealing with trauma and relationships are two very complex things so the fact that you're going all in on that to help people and, and turning it into their message is it's something truly life-changing like that is truly what happened to me I turned my trauma and my mess into my message and that has is what has gotten me here today so I know what you're doing in your own unique way is is so powerful so you're doing amazing I I appreciate
0: that so much. It, it was hard for me to decide to do that, and to be honest, yeah. I sort of I circled it for a while. I was like, oh, I can help these people. I can help this group. I can help this group, and then I finally came. And I said, Jocelyn, you need to just step right into the middle of it. The thing um, you wanna- And it it, it was hard. It's also hard because I know that there's a lot of people and I've been in some groups where they're in, in, um, in, um, like they want to develop their own courses, but they're having a really hard time actually doing it. And when I look at them and I look at what they're, what they're wanting to do, I can tell it's because they've gone through this trauma and it's so difficult to go back to that place where they were. But you Mm -hmm. almost, you have to go back to that place if you're going to truly understand who it is that you want to work with, and what was the real first step, what was the real second step, and that kind of stuff, Um, and for me to go back to do that, um, it took, it took a lot to do that, but I, then I, my why was just too important, I actually made a, um, I haven't said this to anybody else, but um, I I made a determination back when I was still in the abusive marriage, back 20 years ago, actually much longer before that, it was back in 1990s, Four, I think it was. Um, I had just had my daughter. I know I'm old. I wasn't even
1: born. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> I, I love that. But I have just had my daughter and I was looked at her and I said, I'm in this, I'm in this situation. I have no idea how to get out. I'm going back to school. And I made a promise way back then that um, I would at some point I was going to make a cause where I was going to go and I was going to help other women who are in abusive situations, wow. to be able to help them. And I eventually want to do a nonprofit that really directs more to there, but because you right need now you people
1: about this, that's amazing. I can't <laughs> believe you never said that before.
0: No, <laughs> So I'm hoping that's my goal. And I've got to get this part done first, but I figure if I can help women who already know that they're, they're already gone through that transfer. They've already gotten to the place where they feel secure to be able to address it but now it's really getting pushing them just that little bit more so they can really remember what they went through so they can really have a strong message like only when I got a coach did I really get my messages which is I believe the love and joy you want to feel is on the other side of celebrating all of who you are even the trauma and emotions that you feel every day.
1: I love that so much. That is so perfectly worded. I hope everyone wrote that down. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> so, but you—you you brought this out of me. So,
1: <laughs> but yeah, I said
0: because yeah, you know it, it is hard, and it, and so I want to, anybody that is listening. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult where you are. Um, and, but again, a coach, like what you do you're, with what you're doing uh, is so well laid out and so well articulated. If anybody is, you know, wants to take their business to that next level, I would certainly encourage them to, I mean, I want to. So, <laughs> I love so, it. So I but um so I'm I just again I think you're doing I appreciate what you said to me so much. I accept that and I and I and I I receive that and I thank you so much for for what you said. And at the same time, I want to just say, you know, I think you are amazing as well. And you have such a long, long journey of helping people ahead of you. Um I can't wait to see where you go. <laughs> likewise,
1: likewise. Let's obviously stay connected. But yeah, thank you so much having for having me on your, your I've podcast. got three
0: last questions questions for you though, before I, I get you off. Of course, of
1: course, <laughs> like, I just want to say thank you because like I really, you know, this is one of your favorite platforms to be on and I'm just grateful that, um you know, you you have me on here to like to spread this message. Like it's very apparent that the both of us are very driven to to making a difference and helping people and I just think that's awesome that we can come together and really share this message right now.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah, absolutely. I, I think the more that we can, for me, the more I can share women's stories and women's paths and what they're doing in their business I truly believe that that's the best thing our world needs right now. We all have need to come together and to do this process together. I truly believe in the phrase better together. We're so much better together.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep.
0: Real quick before our last three questions, be sure to hit the subscribe and be sure to hit the like button. It makes such a huge difference for the podcast. If you do that and hit that little bell so that you're notified every time I get a new podcast comes out. Um, and it, I appreciate it so much when you do. That. Um, and then my last three questions for you, Sophia. If you mm-hmm. could meet anyone past, present, or future, who would it be?
1: Oh gosh, you needed to prepare me on that question. That is hard. <laughs> um, who would I want to meet? Um, I'm grateful I've met all of my family members and everything like that. So I don't need to say that. I think um, I would probably probably missing a few people right now because I'm not in the position to think but I, I think I would want to meet Tony Robbins and thank him because I guess that was my turning point so it'd be cool to have a conversation with him um, and, and share that with him
0: yeah absolutely I agree with you 100% absolutely I'm right there with you okay next question number two what is your favorite movie
1: Oh my God. World's worst question. It's so hard. <laughs> um, the, the movie that always comes to mind for me, like whenever someone asks this, I have no idea why. I think I just decided many years ago when I saw I was like, this is my favorite movie, but I say that every time. But the movie that for some bizarre reason sticks out to me is called We Bought a Zoo with Matt Damon. I don't know if you've uh- heard of it. I have not. I know Matt You've got to watch it. It's so beautiful. Like, it's such a good movie. I don't know why. I'm sure there's way greater movies out there, but for some reason that sticks to mine. Otherwise, I am a Harry Potter fan. I do like the Harry Potter series. Absolutely. My
0: ex was a Harry Potter fan. i Harry Potter fan. We had all of them. I can't tell you how many times we watched them. All of those movies. (laughs) We have weekends where we watched all of them. So it was absolutely a blast. Um, Okay, last question. If you could only leave one message at the end of your life, what would that message be?
1: It would be to just never give up on your dreams. Like truly, it doesn't matter where you are in your life right now. It doesn't matter how broken and impossible it feels. Like just never, ever give up no matter what. Like if there is a will, there is a way. And I think that phrase alone saved my life quite truthfully, like many times. And it has been the message that has supported me in every single challenge. I'm just, I don't know what happened, but the 12-year-old Sophia one day wrote, never give up on my desk. And like and put all this glitter around it and that just message just stuck with me forever I even took you know I could only take a whole suitcase to Denmark and that was one of the things I brought with me is that little kind of sticker I wrote saying never give up and put it on my desk in Denmark and it just stuck with me and every time I just felt like the world was just getting a little bit too heavy that kept me going so I just feel like that's the message I always want to share because that's what continues to to support me when things feel hard and impossible, you know, um, there's no other option. I'm not giving up. So it's just a matter of being resourceful to find a way to make it work.
0: That is awesome. I love that. Never give up. Never give up. Never give up. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Sophia, this has been an absolute joy and pleasure. I thank you so much for coming on and being on the podcast today. I have learned a lot (laughs) myself, um, and I'm excited to see where you go. And you brought stuff out of me that (laughs) doesn't always come out, and I appreciate that too. Um, But again, it, it has been a joy, and I'm just so thrilled that you came on here, and I can't wait to see where you go in your future.
1: You're so welcome and and likewise I really appreciate your time and you know asking these really powerful questions that are hopefully going to help a lot of people so thank you so much for sharing.
0: Absolutely. Thank you.